up, everybody? Welcome into Locked on Tigers. I'm your host, Chris Castellani. It is Friday, February 5th, 2021. Thank you for tuning in today. Today's show will be a mailbag show. Got a fair amount of questions that I do want to get to. Not guaranteeing I'm going to get to all of them, but I think I should be able to get to most of them. There was some news that broke a few signings that went down. Sean Doolittle signed with the Cincinnati Reds. Nelson Cruz re-signed with the Minnesota Twins. I'm going to talk about those probably at some point next week. I really like the show that we did on Monday where we just graded all the signings. I like doing that more because some of these signings I just don't have a ton to say about. Like, I'm not going to spend an entire segment talking about Sean Doolittle signing with the Cincinnati Reds. And I like Sean Doolittle a lot, but that's just not a very uh, enticing signing. It's not something that can fill, you know, seven to ten minutes uh, on a podcast. There are those signings like Riamuto or, or Springer that uh, do deserve a bit more time. Another one of those signings that would deserve more time is Trevor Bauer. His agent, Rachel Luba, tweeted that it's down to two. It looks like it's between the Mets or the Dodgers where he will end up signing. My guess is it's probably going to be the New York Mets. Probably by Monday, he will have signed his contract, and we'll talk about that free agent deal. So all that will be discussed next week. Lastly, before I jump into your questions, I just wanted to talk about Wednesday's show. I didn't get a lot of response to it, and I, I my guess is that's the second show in three weeks where we've had some legitimately heavy subject matter, the other one being the Jared Porter episode, and I, I get it. I get why people may not want to tune in. Uh, I get why people probably just want to hear me talk about baseball and nothing else. With the Callaway stuff, I understand it, but uh, I don't care if the Tigers w- won the World Series. I was going to make time to talk about the Drew Robinson story. It was important to me. It was well-written. It was powerful, and you're seeing now Angelton Simmons just did the same thing, opening up about some of his mental health struggles. I think uh, it's very important for the game of baseball that we see more players talk about this, and it's more impor- it's important for the world that we see people opening up about their mental health struggles. So uh, I was happy to talk about it, but I do understand why maybe people just didn't respond uh, to me talking about that kind of stuff the way that they respond to me talking about the Tigers making a a big free agent move or something like that. So let's move on now to the mailbag segment. Got some good questions that I'm excited to talk about with you today. Let's jump right into it. Looks like we got four, so I'll probably get to all these. This first one comes from at Bark. At J B at J B A A R C K. This season, we expect to see our youth pitching on display. That's true. With that aside, who is a hitter that we can look forward to seeing this year? And what would success be for this Tigers team this season? I, I got another question that's very similar to the second one that JP just asked. So I, I'm not going to answer that one. But for the first part, in terms of who can we expect to see from the hitting side this year? You know, I would love to come on here and say we're going to see Torque. We're going to see Riley Green. My guess is the only one of the big prospects that is probably going to get consistent reps at the major league level this year will be Isaac Paredes. We he got you know he had more than a cup of coffee. I mean he was here for quite a while a season ago. Showed a little bit of promise at first, then had a huge slump. In an ideal world, he would have gotten a fair amount of at bats in AAA a season ago. You didn't have the luxury of a minor league season last year, so he got called up. And I still I have no. Uh, hard feelings toward Alavila for doing that. I think they made the right move. I don't think he was going to get anything out of seeing pitches down in Toledo with the taxi squad. So he got called up, struggled a little bit, also hit a grand slam at one point. You know, he showed a little bit of promise, had an RBI, I believe, in his first game against the White Sox 
as well. So that's that's the big one. And that's going to be an issue going forward. Now, I, I gave Avila and the organization a lot of credit for how they drafted in 2019. They went out, they got all hitters, all position players, and that's good because the one thing, the one complaint that people had had, rightfully so, about this farm system over the last several years is that it was loaded with pitchers and didn't have a lot of hitters or position players. They, they've kind of collected that over the last year or so, but those guys just got drafted, and we're not going to see them here for a few more years. Ultimately, what will have to happen, because let's say they hit with Torque and Green and those guys turn out to be superstars, which they may very well be, what's going to have to happen is they're going to have to buy some hitters, plain and simple. Illich is going to have to spend, and it's going to be like this with all with this entire team. They are not going to hit on every single one of these prospects, and even if they do, they're still going to have to fill holes with free agent signings. That's how good teams are built, and will they be able to do that? I don't know. They, 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 don't have, they haven't spent anything right now. They haven't spent money on anyone right now, so I don't have a lot of belief, but we'll see. Another question that I got that kind of mirrors the second part of uh, JP's question was, what needs to happen this season for it to be considered a win for the Tigers? Are we talking player development? Are we talking 70 wins? This team will be so bad, and I'm not going to beat around the bush here and act like they're going to be good because they're not. This team will be so bad that I can't give you a win-loss total. Like, yes, under 100 wins would maybe be okay, but it's not okay. That's not that's not acceptable. I'm not, I know we're in this rebuilding stage and have been for several years. I know every team in Detroit is intentionally trying to suck, but to me, when we accept that being awful is acceptable or the norm, that's when we fall into complacency, and I'm not going to do that. What's happened here over the last several years is not acceptable. I don't care how many good draft picks they've gotten, but they're going to be a bad team. You also have to be realistic. They're going to be bad. They're going to lose a lot of games. So what would need to happen in order for me to consider it a win or maybe not a home run, but at least a, a, a single or something like that? Yeah, it all depends on player development. I, For the most part, a large majority of the guys on this team how they perform doesn't really matter to me. Like, I I don't really care how Robbie Grossman performs. I want him to do well, but is it really going to impact the franchise long-term if Robbie Grossman bats 100? No. Is it going to impact the organization long-term if Robbie Grossman bats 500? Uh, no, probably not. You could maybe trade him for some good prospects, but besides that, not really. The biggest thing I hope to see, I hope that by the end of 2021, we can officially say, you know what, this team isn't good. They got a long ways to go. But if there were fans, there'd be reasons to come to the ballpark. And, and that's how I've, I've felt over the last several years that's made it so frustrating is not only has this team been bad, it's that there is zero reason to come to the park. There's no players with any sort of sizzle or, or excitement that make people say, okay, that guy's worth the price of admission, even if we did have fans. I mean, they saved themselves last year by not having fans. That was the one team that benefited from not having fans, them and the Tampa Bay Rays, because uh, nobody should be uh, paying to see any of that nonsense. What you want to see is the young guys starting to perform. If we can come into 2022 saying, hey, they're still not good, they're still a, a ways off, but... These three, four guys, they're going to be here for a long time and they're going to be good. I'll say, hey, not a good team, but maybe they're finally moving in the right direction. Because right now, I'm still seeing a flat line. I'm not counting drafting the best player available with top five picks over the last four years as like some huge win. I'm still waiting for that blip in the radar, that little boop, that little heartbeat that makes me go, okay, we're moving forward here. We're going in the right direction. That's what I'm excited for. That's what I want to see. And we haven't seen that yet, really. So that will do it for segment number one. When I come back, I'm going to answer a few more questions of yours in this mailbag segment. Thank you very much. We'll be right back. We got the big game this weekend. And it, I mean, it's the dream for every better. There's prop bets. There's the big bets, the over-unders. What's the spread? How, you know, what what 
the, what's the coin toss going to be? How long is the national anthem going to be? What what color is Miley Cyrus's hair going to be on Sunday? You can bet on all that. And there's only one place that has you covered and one place we trust, and that's betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code LOCKEDON for your 50% welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code LOCKEDON to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even a new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. And we are back, everybody. Thank you for tuning in on this final show of the week here in early, early February 2021. Got two more questions that I'm going to jump to. This first one by from Tigers Turmoil at By The Way Bro. By The Way Bro on Twitter. He asked, what Detroit sports team is closest to contending? Probably answered this before, but it's been a few months, and I don't know, maybe my opinion's changed. Uh, It hasn't. The answer is still probably the Detroit Red Wings. Now, I'm not a huge hockey guy. I'm weird with hockey, because I don't dislike hockey at all. In fact, when I see a a random NHL hockey game on in the middle of the summer, you know, in the middle of the spring, and I turn it on, I get into it. It's a good sport. It's just one that I've never, like, completely connected with. Though I do remember when the Wings were really good. I do remember, you know, listening to their games, watching some of their games. It was an exciting time, and I'm not going to act like it wasn't. The reason I say them, and they're terrible. I watched them for five minutes the other night. I have a friend who's gone to some games at Little Caesars Arena and is kind of covering the wings. So I, you know, I don't know. I want to support them. So I, I felt like watching. And five minutes into the game, they were down three nothing. And, and I'm not a huge hockey guy, but I'm like, okay, I know that this isn't right. I know that this is bad. Uh, I still say them because they were the only team in the city with a proven GM. Steve Eisman did a wonderful job in Tampa Bay, built a champion there. You Obviously, you have the hometown connection. He played in Detroit forever, one of the greatest players in the history of that franchise. And in general, because I know a fair amount of Red Wings fans, and I've talked to a fair amount of Red Wings fans, the approval rating in terms of how they've drafted and developed players so far has been a pretty solid. No one's really scratched their heads. There's been some disappointment. I know in the draft lottery, they kind of got screwed, but it's Detroit. So what else is new? I'm not calling conspiracy theory, but the, this city's just had a lot of bad luck in general. But for the most part, people seem to be viewing this rebuild as going relatively well. And I think that's a result of having a competent GM. The Pistons, I Troy Weaver, very unproven. Brad Holmes, well, I credit what he did with the Stafford trade, very unproven, and they have a new head coach who's obviously unproven. The Tigers are constantly floundering. I I, I will believe in them 
when when I want to believe in them, but right now I don't. So the answer to me is clearly the Detroit Red Wings. I would love to come on here and say the Tigers because I do think that they have a solid surplus of young talent within the system. But those four here's the the secret that no one wants to admit to. Those four or five guys are not going to win this team a World Series on their own. Even if they hit with all of them, you need to rely on ownership and management to make the right decisions and I don't rely I don't believe in this group with Illich and Avila that they're going to make the right moves and it's for that reason I can't say that they're the team with the brightest future in Detroit. I'm still going to say the Red Wings. Last question this from Miggy's comeback season at Red Bull 56 underscore on Twitter. What are your bold predictions for the young players this year? Mize, Scooball, Paredes, Willie, etc. Uh, I'll just stick to those four. I think Willie Castro last year was incredibly lucky. You look at the baseball savant page, exit velocity, barrel rate. I think the potential for him to be a solid major league player is there, but he's got a lot to work on. He's got a lot, a lot to work on. I think last year there's a lot of evidence to support that that you know 300 plus average was pretty darn fluky. Not saying he's going to be bad, but. I'll say this. I think at some point he'll be in AAA in 2021. Really, I, I just, I don't, I think last year what he did in that small sample size, I think that was a mirage. Isaac Paredes, I talked about, I think he'll spend a fair amount of time in AAA as he should. He's only 21 years old. Like, if even if he's in AAA for two more seasons, I'm not hitting the panic button necessarily. He'll get called up. I, I There are still holes in his game. I'd like to see him walk a little bit more, but we know the guy can hit. We know when the guy does make contact, he makes really solid contact. I, I, don't, I don't mean to criticize someone's stature at all, at all. But I'm just talking about this as a baseball thing. Uh, I think he's got to be in a little bit better shape if he wants to play third base or shortstop. I don't think he's a shortstop, but I think he wants to be a third baseman, and I I don't see that from him right now, to be honest with you. Even second base, I I I kind of wonder about. And there have been rumors that they were considering moving him to left field. I don't believe in that. I think what he'll learn down in AAA as a defender uh, will be just as important as what he learns regarding how to hit. Because I think the hitting, the, the, the bat-to-ball skills are there. He just needs to develop a little bit more consistency. Casey Mize, I think, will start the year in AAA and will get called up at one point, whether it be because of injury or trade. I think he'll dominate down in AAA and it'll get everybody upset again. I would be fine with both these guys starting the year, him and Scooball starting the year. At the major league level, I don't think that'll happen. I think the Tigers are going to sign one more starter, and those two are going to duke it out for that final spot in the rotation, and I think it would be Scooball who would take that job. I'm not going to count out Casey Mize. It is way too early in his career, but it is fair to say he looked a little bit lost and a little bit frustrated at points last season and the small sample size that he had. He's got a ways to go. The stuff is great. The the command is fine, but this is going to sound odd. I feel like if there's a pitcher last year that I watched who maybe threw too many strikes, it would be him because you saw a lot of splitters in the zone that got crushed, a lot of fastballs in the zone that got crushed. He has swing and miss stuff. He just might not realize it yet. I hope once he gets to the major league level, somebody like Chris Fetter, who's you know big on strikeouts, uh, can help him with that. Lastly, Tarek Skubal, and my bold prediction for Skubal will be, I think he's going to win double-digit games this year for the Tigers. Now, a lot of that has to depend on run support, but when you look at what he did last year, terrible first start against the White Sox, had a really abysmal start against the Cardinals, like his third or fourth start, but all his other outings were ranged from meh to okay, that's pretty good, and he even had one or two that were legitimately solid. He seemed like a guy who had that season of gone 162 games we would have looked at by the end of the year and went, you know what, I think this guy's going to be pretty good. 
I understand, given the state of things, that we all want these guys to come up right away and be gangbusters. We all want them to be Michael Fulmer, who had, what, three or four starts of adjusting to Major League hitting and then set the world on fire, winning Rookie of the Year in 2016. We would all love that, but the reality is most pitchers, most players, struggle a little bit in their rookie seasons, and especially a rookie season that was, what, eight games? I, I, You can't even call it a rookie season. His first big test run will be this year, and I think he's got to be good. I do. I, I think that in terms of pure stuff, he may be the best in the organization. You know, I, people say Manning has the highest ceiling. I, I'm still a little bit skeptical about Matt Manning, not about his stuff, but just about his command and some of his mechanics issues. Mize, I think, if he improves his mechanics, could maybe be the best pitcher in the organization. But right now, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Scooball. I, I like what I saw out of him at points last year. I think he will improve. So that will do it for the Mailbag Show, and that will do it for this week's worth of shows here on Locked on Tigers. You can follow me on Twitter at Castellani2014. That's at C-A-S-T-E-L-L-A-N-I-2014. I don't know. I may have something coming soon. I'm gonna, I gotta talk to some people, and, and we'll see. Maybe, maybe I'll get back to Twitter at some point in the near future, or maybe not. I don't know. You can follow the show on Twitter at Locked on Tigers. While you're at it, go to Apple Podcasts, go to iTunes, leave a written positive five-star review of this program. It would be much, much appreciated. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening this week. It really does mean a lot that you're sticking with me, and uh, I appreciate your positive feedback as well. I'm I'm doing the best I can, and I'm just going to keep grinding and keep working on the show, keep working on my content, and keep working on myself, and hopefully uh, I can uh, I can make you proud here pretty soon. So I will see you back here on Monday. Have a great weekend, everybody, and go Tigers.